You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. Okay, and today, <laughs> drama. So today we have, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> um, what we're going to call a top chef, enthusiast, one of Mariah Carey's lead lambs, a man who found Salt Lake City aboard, but loved P Valley, Taurus Sun, Taurus Moon, Gemini Rising, host of Problematic Pod, Eugene. Hi, thank you for that warm welcome. I'm so excited to be here. That was probably the best intro I've ever had. Oh my gosh, we're <laughs> glad we could do that. I was literally looking at your story earlier and you, I had already known you were Mariah Carey head, but then I saw you post about Mariah today too. I'm like, oh my, he really is like a lamb, like a leading lamb. <laughs> I can't help it. It's, it's, she's everything to me. <laughs> It's the winning team, though. You picked the right lady. For sure. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are so many other multiracial pop stars to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly, Mariah Carey's one of those people that, like, people say, like, she's my favorite. I'm like, you know what? I respect that. Like, that's not really a question in my mind. I'm like, okay, I get it. There's talent. What's um, your favorite Mariah song? If you, if you have break, one, like, off the Breakdown. Top. Absolutely breakdown. breakdown. It's probably okay. been on my Spotify top five for, like, the last... I don't know, like eight years now. There's just something about that song that like, like Mariah is trying to do something on breakdown that I don't think anyone really gives her respect for. She is trying to mimic Bone Thugs and Harmony. And like, no one seems to realize this. Like, she's a singer that like is trying to flow some like lyrics. And I'm just like, Mariah, like, why did this not hit number one? It's a shame. That is so funny. I'm glad you're writing for that. Because Bone Thugs doesn't really get a lot of love either. So No, they don't. And didn't that guy don't. save someone's life like recently? I feel Did like he? they I, I I think it was either like in the last two years, like either crazy or I think it might have been crazy, but might have like saved someone's life. Oh wow. <laughs> don't you know, don't call on that though. Because if smart. he didn't, then if he didn't, I'm sure he saved many lives, but... Yes, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. right, we'll go with that. Um, so, I mean, let's just get right into it. So, obviously, you know, we like to do a little Zodiac introduction yes. in the beginning. Yes, um, I cannot wait. So, I will, <laughs> I'll be honest. I know a little more about my Zodiac uh, than probably, like, you know, most people, but mm -hmm. I'm super interested to see how two strangers, I mean, I think we're friends through like, you know, Instagram and all that stuff, but I wanna know how two strangers, like we've never met face to face, can peg me as who I am as a Taurus. That's the best part about astrology. Honestly, I feel like you get such a peek into who someone is, or at least a, like a lead. Like it might not be the mm -hmm. exact copy of them, but it gives you a pretty good like outline. And then you just mm -hmm. gotta fill it in with like the actual person and when you get to know them and all of that. But yeah, totally. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, okay, so then obviously like, and we'll just say this for people listening who don't know by now, the sun is your identity. It's the I am, it's who you are, it's your ego. Your moon is your emotions. Um, it's your comfort level. It's what you do to, to satiate yourself, to be comfortable. Um, and for the sun, sometimes that can represent a father figure or a male figure in your life. And then the moon can represent the mother figure or a female figure in your life. And then your rising is kind of, some say your mask. And I do agree with that. But at the same time, it's, you never take it off. Like it, that is kind of you also. 
it's kind of like your presenting part what people first see um and it can also represent your physical body so hmm. but here's the thing though because jay you have more experience with tauruses in your life i'm sorry for that jay <laughs> you know what <laughs> it's my neighboring sign so What's funny is Tauruses and Aries are so different, but also I see so many Aries traits in Tauruses, especially you all could be really mean, which I feel like you don't get enough credit for. You mm -hmm. all are like the bratty mean kid of the Zodiac, mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. I, I'll agree I would with say, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I would say that especially with Taurus moons, um, believe it or not, because I, I, I don't know that many Taurus suns, but I do know a lot of Taurus moons. Um, probably because I'm an earth moon myself. So, you know, you just like attracts light, right? So the thing with having a Taurus moon, like, like Taurus is really comfortable in, well, the moon is comfortable in Taurus. So generally there's some sort of like, I feel like overindulgence with this placement. Um, they kind of get, I don't know, I can't really describe it. They kind of get catered to more often. And mm -hmm. so I think because of that, they can be a little bit, like Jay said, like bratty, just kind of expectant of things. Um, but I don't know, like, how would you describe, I guess, the Taurus sons in your life, Jay? Like, beyond bratty, bratty. And boss. I'll give, I'll give compliments <laughs> and I'll cut you down. So um, one of my compliments, what I will say about you all is you all are a lot of fun to eat with, which sounds weird, but you all like, <laughs> enjoy eating a lot more like some people are foodies and some people aren't some people eat for sustenance some people don't eat you all truly enjoy like in terms of I think of my tourist cousin like anything I want to do if it's like anything Venus equivalent like if I want to uh -huh. do something like if I want to listen to music or I want to go see a movie with her I want to go out to eat with her like you all are all really good for that and I think it helps because you're an earth sign too so your opinions and are pretty grounded and most people can see them even if you don't agree if a tourist is say something you're like okay i can see where they're coming from so that's mm -hmm. something i really like about you all um like i said you all are hard asses and like you like who you like and you are not willing to budge on the people you don't like you all are very um black and white in that way some people can be <laughs> like kind of phony toward people and not really care if they like someone or not as long as they like them mm -hmm. you don't care who likes you and you don't like the people you don't like mm -hmm. that's um something I've noticed a lot, you all, I mean, of course there's the lazy stereotype, but I'd, I'd say less lazy and more- On our own like, terms. Yes, mm -hmm. like you like to yeah. say that, because like Jay said, things do come to you all naturally. So you all are okay with sitting back a little bit. You're a little more comfortable in knowing it'll all happen, like the way I it's also, supposed to. I also like to think that most of the Tauruses I know are observers. We may mm -hmm. feel like we're not like go-getters and like proactive all the time, but we're always watching things happening. Mm -hmm. yeah, so like my thing too, going with what Jay said about like the Venus thing. So like, I feel like that like Venusian component is really important because the other sign that's ruled by Venus is Libra. But obviously there's differences. And really once you study astrology, kind of stark differences in Taurus and Libra and how they interact with people and how they attract their attention. And so because like Taurus is this earthy sign, like we said, it's really about being grounded and really attracting things, things that come to you. It's more of like the sensual, like pleasures in life, more like the tangible 
mm-hmm. you know, tactile things. So yeah. sources are really good, especially with um, like smells, like scents. Tourist placement usually love some sort of like, you know, they're really good with like, if I need somebody to like, pick out a candle or something for me, like I would ask somebody with a tourist placement. They're really good at things like that. Same thing with like we were just saying with food and art and all those kind of things. Whereas like a Libra would, is more so, they're more like the wordsmith. They're more like the diplomat in terms of like people relations um, and that kind of Venusian, you know, let's have everybody, let's placate everybody and have everybody like us just say yes and let's keep it moving. That's kind of where um, I feel like Libra lies. But like Taurus is less about that and more about like the sensual, you know, Experience. pleasurable things in life. Yeah, exactly. Um, I w- also- I'm going to admit I am staring at my Diptyque Beverly Hills candle because I was about to light it, <laughs> but I also felt like lighting a candle at our recording time in the afternoon just seems a little like uh, too spoiled. No, go ahead, go. <laughs> That's you. That's that overindulgence. Why not? No, but but Why you're you're totally on point. Like yeah, candle. we just like to spoil ourselves. Like I, I, yes. I've never met a tourist that doesn't like to spoil themselves. Like treat yourself yes. is the tourist like motto. Yes, that is yes. you all's motto. Like if you yes. had a tagline, like as a housewife, it would definitely be something like treat yourself. Being spoiled. Yes. <laughs> and I was going to go say two. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was also going to say, I have the added sort of negative of I'm an only child. So mm-hmm. I, I oh. don't know how to share. And it's, it's something I've worked on for many, and many you know years. What? That might be your Taurus moon. Because like I, all the Taurus moons, I'll say this. And obviously this is not every single fucking Taurus moon in the world. But the ones that I know, they're either A, an only child, or <laughs> and or B, come from a wealthy family. So it's kind of like your needs are being met regardless. If you're an only yes. child, then there's, you're not competing with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you come from a wealthy family, then your, your needs are coming at least from a wealth standpoint. Financial which, standpoint. Mm-hmm. Right, which most sources are okay with anyway. So, <laughs> so that's interesting. Hmm. I'm sure that plays a role in it. <laughs> it certainly does. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Should I, um, um, should I talk about the, are we going to talk about the rising or should I tell the housewives? Um, we can talk about the rising real quick since I guess that's left. And then we'll talk about the, the housewives. Um, and so like we said, like, so Gemini, rep- well, the rising, like I said, like represents like the outer body. It's kind of what people may first, um, think of you as is what people first see. Um, but that might not, not necessarily be who you are, especially in your case with having a sun and moon in the same sign and then having your rising on a different sign. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they definitely don't get the, I don't wanna say they don't get the right image of you first, but it's definitely a different one. So with mm-hmm. Gemini, I just think of like somebody who is, you know, they're, it's an air sign. So they're known for, again, same like Libra air sign. They're known for their mouth. They give like they give. What do we say, Jay? What did we talk about tonight? Good mouthpiece. There we go. They have a great mouthpiece, and I'm not talking about like, well, maybe with sex, but I'm just talking about like they know how to talk to people. They can be very witty and clever. Some will give them the two face, you know, double sided kind of stereotype. 
I don't think it's necessarily that they're two-faced. I just think that they just know how to play multiple roles. Yeah, okay. So you drop, you drop somebody who has a Gemini placement, a major one like a rising, in a place where they've never been, with people they've never talked to, and they're going to chat somebody up. They're going to network. They're going to have somebody's number at the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's just the bottom line. And, I mean, Jay, you know a couple of Gemini's too. Like, I don't know. Yeah, when I think of it, I mean, obviously it comes with like the talkative, curious side of you. Like when people first meet you, you're probably like very personable, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have like a wide range of people you can appeal to. Your Taurus is a little, Tauruses are a little more of an acquired taste, I would say. But your Gemini rising gives you more, makes you more palatable to more people, I would think. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd also think for a Gemini rising that you look pretty young for your age. Like they're in general, like a, not immature yeah. sign, but like sign. some mm-hmm. youth. Yeah, youth is associated yep. with that sign. So I would assume like even the way you dress, the way you carry yourself, you probably have like a lightness to you. Like a Taurus is also like a very heavy, this is like a very, even though Taurus and Gemini is next to each other, I don't see as much commonality between them as I do in Aries and a Taurus. So mm-hmm. what I'd say for like you as like a Taurus being next to a Gemini, like Tauruses are a lot, um, like I said, a little less appealing and a lot, and they may seem a lot older. They carry themselves more mature and like more serious, but a Gemini makes you more jovial, more fun, more like lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Like, like you might even walk with like a pep in your step kind of. And Tauruses can be a little negative, yeah. but Gemini is more of a positive. It's really complete opposites. That's what's so crazy. You're blowing right. my mind right now. Cause I, I personally, I don't feel like I can be personable. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a very heavy Taurus. <laughs> I, I, well, personally, I, I feel like I can be negative and pessimistic mm-hmm. and like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. but maybe <laughs> like there is a little switch in me that's like getting into like my Gemini sign. And I feel like the older I get, I'm trying to become that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like right. I want to talk to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> well, like here's the thing, like I feel like you're rising sometimes. It also just comes out and you don't even know it, right? Honestly, mm, I also yes. kind of think it's a little bit of um, almost like a defense mechanism because it's kind of like, okay, this is what I'm going to be right now just to get through today. Because like, when you yes. first came on, like I wouldn't have thought double Taurus because you just immediately started talking to us. Like, you know, you're talking like a mile a minute, not being rude, just saying like, you're, are you from New York? Oh, uh, are you in New York uh, right now? Well, yeah, I, I consider myself a New Yorker. I was born overseas, but I went to high school, college, most of elementary school in New York, but I'm a military brat. So it's like, uh, okay. you know, like for that, like long okay. eight year stint of high school and college, I was in New York. So, okay. High school matters. I feel like high school is kind of where, mm-hmm. where we went to high school is kind of what raised you. You know what I mean? So you guys are, like, I, I know one of you are currently in New York, right? One of the Jays. That, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I went to Stuyvesant. So that just tells you like oh, everything you need beautiful. to know about oh, me. Look at you. <laughs> super smart. And that's, the, maybe that's the Gemini too. Because Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is logic and all sorts of other things. The other mercurial sign is Virgo. Where Virgo is kind of like the older sister of the two Mercury signs, and then Gemini is kind of like the younger one, but they're both super smart. Um, just Virgo is more calculated, and because of that, they can be a little bit more on the critiquey side, where Gemini is a little bit more lighthearted. But again, because you're Taurus and because it's the Earth sign, Earth signs in general just are smart. <sighs> yeah. They're smart, but they have a lot more complaints. <laughs> like, oh, we do. Yeah. General <laughs> complaint. You know what I mean? Because you're just yeah. grounded in reality and reality ain't sweet. Like shit yes. sucks sometimes. So you know what I mean? And of um, everybody, quite honestly, Taurus is bitch the most. That's why I call you all bratty. You all are 
Like in terms of mm-hmm. complaints, like if you have someone in your group that's that person, like every time you sit down in a restaurant, like, ah, it's cold, or they're like, ooh, this food isn't, that's a tourist. Like to me, that is yeah. so that. Like when I think of complaining, you all complain better than anyone I know. Yeah. Right. But yeah, even think about the nature meat. of the complaints, like they're complaining about like the experience. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. my food is cold. I can't fully enjoy this experience now. You see what I'm saying? It's like things like that. It might also just be a control issue. We want to control everything. And when it's beyond our control, mm-hmm. we just complain about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we are. We totally are. <laughs> <laughs> and another reason why you might feel a little bit more like a little more pessimistic than average. I think according to this, like you're a sun, your mooner in the 12th house. Uh, and the 12th house is, uh, it's, um, <laughs> it's not an easy house. It's kind of, it's more of like, some will say spiritual, but it's, it ha- I don't really want to get into it because there's so much to go into it. With and just don't have that kind of time. We'll but save it for part two, more, right? Part two. Yes. <laughs> but it is much more of like introspective, introverted house. So you really might not feel like you're that much of an extrovert. Although, like I said, I think your defense mechanism. I think you kind of just automatically go into <laughs> a little bit more like chatty, just to like you know, kind of get by. Um. But yeah, so do you want to go through the housewives? Yeah, so you're double tourist, so that makes it easy to go through your housewives because (laughs) there's quite a few tourists. Like somehow, some signs don't have a lot of housewives, but tourists does, and that makes sense in terms of housewives. It's opulence, luxury, Uh allegedly, sometimes, you know. They have (laughs) money. They're supposed to be about the finer things in life. So of course, there's lots of tourist signs um in the housewife so we'll go over your ton your tons your tourist sons I guess tons first and <laughs> I hate that it's so timely but the first one I have to read is Luann um De La Seps. I have I don't know her <laughs> none of us do none of us do um so some woman who had a cameo one time um Kristen Takeman <laughs> whoever she is um and Kelly Bensimo those are your Roni ladies Wow, that's really rough. <laughs> well, it gets rougher when we once we get to. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. It gets rougher right here when we get to Ronge, and it's Teresa and Jacqueline. That is. Uh... <laughs> Where do you land on Teresa? Like, what are your feelings? Yeah, so I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I watched the first season of New Jersey of Ronge, mm-hmm. and then I moved to California. So I didn't really like watch until I think I moved back to Brooklyn. So like my seasons are season one, and then season eight until season eleven. Okay. So my, but I've also known that Teresa's an idiot. Yeah. And the way that she like carved this career out of just being dumb on television is as I guess like the smart person, as like a smart, smart, smart Alec, I can't stand it. I I feel like there's, she has no point being on television, but I will Mm. say it is very entertaining to watch her, but no, I have no love for Teresa. I will say, and I think I have to say something negative and then add a positive. Her daughters are so reasonable, so fucking mature. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know where they get it from. Right. Well, we won't talk about Gia being a Capricorn and she has to be the parent of the family, but that's <laughs> a side note. Right. The weight that Gina, I mean, Gina, Gia has to bear for her family. Right. Um, <laughs> I almost got emotional when I was rewatching, like, because we haven't watched really all season. So when I was watching for this ep, I like, there was a moment with Melania and I found myself getting choked up just because, like, 
we've watched Melania truly grow. Like, and it mm-hmm. makes me some, sometimes the kids, you don't care about watching their stories, but with Melania in particular, I put her in like top three and most people would say top three, like kids on the show, on the network. I just got so emotional when I was watching. I'm like, oh my God, Melania's a grown woman. Yeah. It's crazy. And, crazy. and we don't know who Gabriella is, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I, I might as well finish running through. Okay, so for Real Housewives of Atlanta, you're Kim Fields, Kim Zolciak, and Candy. Okay. And then on Real Housewives of Potomac, you're Jess Karen. You're Gina, you're Gina K, you're Gina K on Real Housewives of Orange County. Which um, I think I totally am. I think if I could be a housewife, I would probably be Gina. I just want people to like me, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be like a little shy and reserved. I'm going to be myself, but I'm not going to be outrageous. Okay. Mm. That's funny that you find yourself in her. Okay. That, you know what? And then did you watch Miami? I did not. Uh... I know of Miami, but I think I only watched maybe half of the first season. Okay, so I'll just run through these ladies quickly. There's three of them. You're Leah Black, which, you know, was like the LVP mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. of Miami. You're Alexia and you're Joanna Cooper. Ooh. Yeah, that's a that's kind of a fun mix. Um, and then you're Taurus Moon. You're uh, Ramona from Roni. Ooh. Okay. You're a <laughs> Nini from Real Housewives of Atlanta. You're a Katie Rost from Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, wow. Throw it back, OC. You're a Joe De La Rosa on Real Housewives of Orange County. And you are an Anna from Real Housewives of Miami. So you said out of that list, Gina's your, she's your spirit animal or your uh, animal? I, uh, I feel like out of all the housewives, and maybe it's also because we've seen her the least amount of all of these women. Mm-hmm. Um, she here's the thing. I think there's something about a East coast person being stuck on the West coast that I relate to. So in that instinct, <laughs> I feel like she's just had a lot of bad stuff that happened to her and she would just, mm-hmm. it just let it happen around her. And I feel like that's how mm-hmm. I live my life. Like all this stuff happens around me, but I'm not really like actively participating in it. And I feel like all this stuff with her marriage and her DUI just like happened to her <laughs> while all this like nonsense that she couldn't like see the light. So, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's like a lot of my life these days. That's funny. Hmm. I, I love that you picked like, you know, everyone would pick like a Karen for themselves. Someone, which, I mean, she's had her shit too, but people try to like choose the best version. I love you, Charles, like chose like a raw <laughs> yeah. version of yourself for sure. It's, it, it's, yeah, I, I don't it's have any like airs about myself. <laughs> <laughs> very Taurus of you, very honest. I love that. I'm practical. Right. Um, I would I would have yeah. a better weave though. I would definitely not wear her hair. <laughs> <laughs> you would not have gone platinum blonde or bleach blonde or whatever color that was. No, yeah, for sure. No, 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 no. Not with my olive tone. Nope. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you notice, again, most of the choices on that list are not broke. And if they are broke, they'll do some quick get rich schemes to not be broke. That's another thing too. I personally don't really know that many broke horses they usually hold down a job because they want to check but in case you're posing like Teresa you know you might scam a little bit but it's for the finer things in life and the same thing when I said about Taurus Moon being kind of mean I immediately thought Ramona and Nini on that list (laughs) pretty fucking mean I don't know (laughs) but funny funny but mean you all can be mean Mm. (laughs) (laughs) not that we're saying that you are you're a delight 
So, I, I can be pretty mean. I know. Sometimes I hear your hot takes. I love when I hear your hot takes. I'm like, oh, I know he's going to give it to a straight. I love that. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And so you said that you want to talk the taglines real quick. So we'll just do that really quickly. Um, Because I don't even know we did do that on the show yet. But okay. So Jen was... <clears throat> Whoever says money can't buy happiness clearly doesn't have my credit limit. And you graciously gave her a four out of 10. <laughs> so <laughs> JR, do you agree? Is it a four out of 10? Is it higher? Is it lower? Like, what, how are you feeling? Um, I thought that that was a cute one. I thought that was decent enough. I feel like she should have chosen something better because I can't be your storyline. It's just like, I have money, like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, that's just, it's just like Kyle in Beverly Hills in this town. I'm like, it's like, okay, right. it up, but we get it. Mm-hmm. I, I could be generous and give it like a six. Okay. I was going to agree. I kind of didn't mind it. Um, do I want her to run with this whole materialistic thing forever and ever? No. But do I also think that's all she's really capable of giving us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta meet people where they're at, you know. Yeah. Katie Malone, Paul, like I see it, uh, you know. So I can give her six out of ten, also. Okay. So the next one is everyone's favorite, Jackie. So we have I may be cut from a different cloth, but it's top quality fabric. And you gave it a one out of ten. <laughs> I don't understand it. I think I mean you have to really read it over and over again, and I think she's trying to imply that whole like anti-semitism thing from last year mm-hmm. or maybe even like her first season when Dolores is like you're not like us sorry that was the worst Dolores impression <laughs> <laughs> wait but it was as soon as you did it I was like oh that's Dolores like so oh, thank was- you okay good <laughs> <laughs> um but you can't like like Jennifer's tagline you just can't devote your tagline your introduction for the new season about being different from your castmates like duh yeah that's why we watch the show mm, okay so jay i mean are you giving it a one out of ten also or no i'm gonna be more generous than that i liked um that she did a look back i like when they do like because i loved when i think of nini when she did like the why be so nasty and so rude and i could be so fierce and so successful or so rich and so successful um <laughs> And it's like, I love when a woman takes something someone said about them last season and twists it. So I have to give mm. her credit for that. Though it, the payoff in the end didn't work. Like her second, that's my problem with most of them is like, they'll start off okay. But then the second part it never has anything to do with anything. It's like top quality fabric. <laughs> I thought your story my last Teresa. season was that you were rich and no one knew. And like, so now- you have a house you- in the Hamptons that no one yeah. knew about until last season. Right. So now she's Jennifer. It's a Jennifer equivalent tagline like I don't know um so I would give her if I give Jennifer a six I'll give her half give her three okay I was gonna give it two so that's fine okay. <laughs> um the Marge I renovate I elevate and sometimes I instigate you give it an eight out of ten so I like what made you give it an eight out of ten <laughs> I I think there, there's something to it. You know, I think she needs mm. like one extra, like uh, she needs another like comma, some, like something to like really stick the landing. Does that make okay. sense? Mm-hmm. Right. right now the, she, go ahead. I was just gonna say the instigate part, I'm not understanding. Only because like she, I feel like 
vehemently throughout the whole season, even on the reunion, is trying to make it seem like she's not the one that's causing shit, stirring the pot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it's kind of like, a, so you do instigate, you do stir the pot. I don't mind if you do. I just want you to, you know, own it, as Lisa Renner would say. <laughs> so it's just... Or maybe she just chose instigate because it sort of rhymes with renovate and elevate. And if that's what she did, then I drop that down to a zero. <laughs> um, and you know what? Instigate would have given her a straight 10 out of 10 if she really did cook instigate up this the rumor. rumor. Yes. yes. Like, if yes. she did that, well, if she it, admitted that she did, because I mean, and we'll go into it, but like everyone is basically pointing the finger at her, but she's not admitting it. So. If she admitted it, it would make her tagline a 10 out of 10. That would yeah. be very full circle. Um, yeah. But for not admitting it, I have to give her half. I have to give her five out of 10. Okay. How about, wait, let me throw this out here. What about I renovate, elevate, and sometimes I investigate? That would have been better because that way we're trying to find out who started this rumor. But well, obviously we're not going to find out here because the rumor's done and made up. right but that would have been more reflective of what she actually did this season exactly right they're never that wise to think they're um okay and so melissa's i can tell you're green with envy and honey green is not your color and you gave her a whopping one out of ten (laughs) it's i don't like it i just don't um I just, uh, who's green with envy? Like, who's envious of her this season? That was my only thing. I guess envy because it's like her shop. Like, oh, okay, I get it. But it also doesn't make sense. Like, who's jealous this season? Crickets. So I guess no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no one. <laughs> of her chauvinistic pig of a husband? Like, he's cute, but, but I mean, that only gets you so far. Um, right. I don't, I don't quite know. When I first heard these, I remember thinking like, oh, that that's cool. But then there was no payoff. There was no, like you said, where's the envy? Where was anyone green? You didn't do much. So it just seems like you want to plug your product. So I'm really upset with you because of that. So now I have to give you like a two. And I argue with all their artificial tans, green probably is their color. But that's <laughs> not really there. Um, okay, Dolores. I'm loyal and I'm lovable, but don't you dare call me gullible. You gave her a nine out of 10. I think it's also just because I, I mean, I know that Dolores is an ex-cop and all, but I, I just like her. I can't help it. Well, no, actually here, if, if Dolores didn't have Frankie Jr., I bet you, I bet you I wouldn't like her as much. But because her son reminds me of everyone I grew up with in New Jersey, I'm just more inclined to like her. Mm. Okay. She has the hometown feel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She reminds me of like all the all the all the women in the salon that you know. Just it's it's she's comforting to me. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. Jay, how are you feeling? <laughs> I already know I you're not gonna say, give it a nine out of ten. Yeah. Oh, you know I'm not giving it a nine out of ten. I'm a Dolores hater. Like, here's my Aries. <laughs> I'm gonna be mean. I hate Dolores, and I think she gets way too much love and too much credit. And it feels like it only came within the last like year. I feel like no one said anything about Dolores these last how many ever seasons she's been on, but everyone's going up for her all of a sudden. So I don't know. I my my opinions haven't changed. She's just she's given us a couple like LOLs. My favorite moment of hers being welcome back, 
trash bag like when she was talking to um, <laughs> Danielle that's so good um but she doesn't give us a lot of those like and that's what I want from her and I feel like her being a former like CO she should be a little bit more of like a she is a broad but she could be like a tougher bitch was she a CO <laughs> was she like an actual like, CO was she like an officer like, what the fuck was she I don't know. She, I think she's thrown a, around a few titles. An op. She was an yeah. op. Okay. Whatever. It matter. <laughs> um, so, mm, so with that, with the gullible thing, I don't think she's gullible and they were trying to play her to be gullible this season. So I do have to give her credit for that, but not much credit. So like four out of 10. Okay. And last, but certainly well, actually, according to Eugene's rating, it is certainly least, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they say it's never too late to start over. I say starting over never tastes so good. And you gave it a one out of 10. Honestly, zero. I give it a zero out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> you look really generous. <laughs> Talk about starting it off a certain type of way and then like ending it terribly. Like I, it just did not make Wait, sense. Wait, run that back one more time. Say it again. They say it's never too late to start over. I say starting over never tasted so good. Tasted. tasted. There's just so many different elements that don't make any sense. Wow. She's really trying to push this pineapple narrative. And it's like, it's a <gasps> was that Was that what that oh, was? Oh, is that what it I is? I thought it was a cookbook. But the pineapple uh, makes more sense. I think it's the pineapple. Oh. <laughs> But even then, it's so stupid. She should have said so sweet. Like, the, the saying is not, it's never tasted so good. It's, it's never tasted so sweet. So she was going to do it. And it's a pineapple. She should have went all the way there. But she's an idiot. Why would she? Why would exactly. she? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Huh. <sighs> there you have it, guys. Terrible taglines for, honestly, a terrible season. I don't know what everyone else is thinking. But on this podcast, we do like to rate things. So if anybody wants to rate this season as a whole, including the reunion, which is only two parts, which I think says a lot, that means there was literally nothing there <laughs> to talk about. Um, what are we giving it on a scale of A plus to F? I'm going to give it a C plus. Okay. 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 What's your reasoning? Uh, my reasoning is, I think... I was super let down by the finale party. And I think it just felt very slapdash and put together. Like it wasn't supposed to be the finale. Mm -hmm. I feel robbed mm -hmm. of only what, 12 like proper episodes this season, I think. Um, and like you said, yeah, the finale did not even need to be two episodes, I feel, because even those two episodes gave us nothing. Um, I think the season started off really well. I think we had the potential for interesting things with Jen's family. Um, I really wanted to see Jen's gay brother also because yeah. that was such a big part of last season. But yeah. the things I expected to see this season, I mean, besides the whole rumor thing, didn't deliver the way I needed it to. And to be honest, there was just a lot of watching the Jersey cast go to these events without masks or face shields mm. while I was living in New York City, knowing what was happening across the river, just like felt very, like I was in some like, weird time loop like oh COVID doesn't exist across the water but I know it does because we were all like fearing for our lives so that seems like a lost opportunity of hey like show the serious stuff that's happening 
because we see it in marriage medicine in the Atlanta cast, mm-hmm. but we don't see it in New Jersey at all. And it felt very like, oh, this doesn't exist. So let's just live our lives. And that really right. upset me like for, as a viewer. Right. And I will comment on that because I've said on like past episodes, specifically talking about marriage medicine in Atlanta, how they like introduce these discussions of COVID and obviously the Black Lives Matter pod, um, protests in such a way that like, obviously we have the cast kind of like educating the viewers. And I kind of had an issue with that just because it's like, okay, like, it's what it's like, you know, it's kind of like a once again, we're expecting, you know, the black people to educate on these issues when it really, we need to have other people engage in this discussion as well. Like if it's just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was worried almost, I was like, if it's just black people talking about our issues and it's just gonna be seen as a black issue rather than a universal, you know, humanity issue, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the fact that they didn't bring it up in Jersey when it's, it's just as relatable to them, you know, it's just, yeah, it put a bad taste in my mouth, whatever. I said, what are you going to give the season? Are you faulting the season for um, them not addressing COVID? Are you like pissed about that? Well, that's what I was going to say, but I will also say in addition to how literally no other franchise it's talking about, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests. On the same token, I kind of hate that <laughs> they're doing this on Mary's Medicine a lot and they have done it with other shows, but it's like every time somebody walks into a building, they're like, oh yeah, we all got tested so you can take off your, I'm like, okay, we get it, like, we know. We, I know that they're not gonna have y'all here without getting you tested, all sorts of precautions. So I don't know. I, I can't think just to see how like (laughs) allegedly I think allegedly Sonia gets COVID during filming and we know it was like Kyle, Kathy, I think Doree allegedly got it during filming. I'm interested to see how they, would you say babe? Oh, and Contessa too. Sorry. Right. But (laughs) I was going to say to compare it, I wonder how they're going to cover it because how they did it on Mm Mary's Medicine where they had like the Zoom check-ins and stuff. I wonder if they'll do Mm -hmm. that on those other shows. Let's see. Um, but yeah, as I honestly don't even feel like it's fair for me to rate Jersey as a season because I literally stopped watching halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) I literally just gave up and I was just like, I'll catch y'all at the reunion. Like I I just had no interest. It was the same arguments all over again, the same beefs. It felt like all over again. I was tired of hearing Teresa and this pineapple juice thing and <laughs> and how she wants a man like we got it i mean but you're and also just you're fresh out of a jail bid that your ex-husband has put you in and you just finished your divorce like settle down like i just i know that you're a Taurus. i know that you're right we didn't even talk about Tauruses in love which is a whole nother situation but yeah. right i know that you guys are desperate like debbie desperado for relationship cc teresa cc uh, who else? Luann. Um, all of them. I get it. However, I need you to pump the brakes. And I'll talk about how I feel about Louie later. But all that to say, I would give this season maybe like a four out of ten. Or like, what is that equivalent? Like, like a, a D? Minus? <laughs> like a D? <laughs> <laughs> I give it a four out of ten for like the four episodes I watched. That's <laughs> pretty much it. Now, were they the first four episodes you watched or? I'm pretty sure that was it. <laughs> the first four and then like the reunion. Or maybe the first like six. I don't even think I watched that much. 
I really did feel like I gave up early on. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jay, how are, you, how are you feeling? How many episodes I watch? I also stopped watching at some point, but I did watch the last, like I tried to watch the episodes that people were talking about online. So like the episode where Joe and Melissa have that argument in the van, like I didn't watch the whole season, mm-hmm. but I did go in for that to see what all that was about. Um, we watched all the way up through, I think both of us for sure watched all the way up through when they went to the shore like they went to Lake George we saw that they went to the shore we saw mm-hmm. that it was a short mm-hmm. season so I think we saw a decent amount of the season I don't think we missed too much. too much and I checked in for yeah. the Dolores like when Joe said she was broken like I had to see what all of that was about so I think I saw a decent <laughs> amount of the season I think I missed some filler episodes which I don't regret missing um <sighs> gee um I'll give it you uh, what's crazy is maybe like a five out of ten yeah I'll go five out of ten because honestly I was irritated to watch it when I had to watch it the other day and I actually wasn't as pissed when I was watching it I was more pissed about the idea of watching it than when I do I forget sometimes that like yeah I hate these people but like I could watch them do anything really so five out of ten (laughs) wow okay so four to ten five out of ten well what letter grade I guess would you, I guess I still talking about your D. Yeah, well, honestly, it's an F. It's a 50%, but I'll give it. <laughs> we'll, say, we'll, we'll say, you could be the D, we, I'll be the F. That's we could just do pass, fail. So I would pass fail. this. You pass. You two, yes. And we got two fails. And okay. so two fails out of three, you failed, of course. Sorry, got to start all over. See you in summer school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You got to take the class over. You won't get your money back. Thank you. So anyway. um yeah you're on you're on thin ice so next season come with the heat or don't come at all have you heard eugene have you heard things about this new woman who's supposed to be on the cast friend of whatever uh, she's supposed to be i try not to deal with the spoilers because okay. i feel like as soon as you get like into that instagram hole like you know what's going to happen before like months before even the season starts you know so exactly i try to there are like like housewives and rupaul's drag race those are the two people I try, like the two shows I try to stay away from following anyone that is rumored to be on, confirmed mm-hmm. to be on. Um, yeah, I just, it because it's so much work keeping up with the social media aspect of these shows that I just can't. I, I just don't have the bandwidth for it. Mm. It's true. Yeah. It's so hard. Like, ideally, I think a lot of people in the Bravo community, like, follow every single housewife and, like, and follow each other. So you, like, I think we already are like oversaturated sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, you see, especially when something big happens and everyone posts about it, you're like sliding down, it's a million posts. And then sometimes you can't run away from the spoilers. If something big happens, everyone tells you and you're like, damn it, I didn't even want to know. But like, yeah. it's too late, you're already in. I don't think we post mm-hmm. too many spoilers. I don't know if we did that on purpose or not, but I, I like mm-hmm. knowing them. I like like a little tease, but then you find out too much sometimes. Like you said, it's a rabbit hole. Like you'll be like, okay, like I just want to find out a little bit. And next thing you know, you're on Reddit and you yeah. to a producer, like do an AMA, like, you know what I mean? So, or next thing you know, like three, three hours have passed and you're like, I'm still scrolling on my phone. Exactly. So <laughs> it can be sick. I thought that was like the biggest issue for me with Atlanta this season. Like there was such a big, like spoiler, you know, throw out in the beginning and turns out that was actually the whole plot line for the rest of the season so it was mm-hmm. just it kind of ruined it really but <sighs> in either event let's talk about some I guess some key hot topics 
or whatever. I guess things that happen, people that we know. Okay, one of the things that was like really big on the reunion was Dolores' plastic surgery, particularly her. I don't. Is it vaginoplasty, vaginoplasty? I don't know the proper term for it. Um, <laughs> but that she's on that work done. Obviously, we know she's got like a BBL or whatever. So, do we have any thoughts on it? Do we care? She claims David doesn't like it, but I mean, that's giving David a personality that he does not <laughs> seem to have. So I don't, I don't really know. I, I will say whatever makes Dolores happy, I am all for. I just don't understand her compulsion to do it like these elective surgeries when hospitals are kind of overwhelmed. <laughs> I think mm. that's just a very bad like move. Look, yeah. <laughs> yeah I she's done multiple seems... elective surgeries during quarantine. Yes. yes. <laughs> um also where is she going to get these done because a lot of places like close down their elective surgery you know like units and stuff like that like who was doing elective surgeries during covid did she but, fly okay. to like tijuana to get like a mexican bbo i don't know <laughs> like i'm just so confused but who's putting their license on the line but okay whatever fine um i mean i'm kind of with i know somebody had uh somebody had mentioned it I don't know who it was on Instagram, but they were like, but who is she getting these surgeries for? And not that I feel like women have to get surgeries for anyone. You can do it for yourself. That's fine. But her relationship right now is kind of in limbo. So it's kind of like, you're just, you're doing all these things for what? Like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Who are you seeing? Like what event, like what bikini, like, what are you doing? I guess is my thing. What I'm curious about about the vagina in particular is Jennifer said that she got the lips cut. Um, and I was wondering if she just went for like to get the lips cut or like did she go also to get the inside virginized? Like what all took place during the surgery? I guess I'm confused as to because if she just got the lips cut, I'm pretty disappointed. I'm like, let them hang. Who gives a fuck? Like, come on. Now, if you want to go in and get a virgin pussy. That's your own business. You've had kids, you can decide. But, <laughs> the um, the lifting is also interesting too, just because again, like David, he's, first of all, he's seen plenty of vaginas. I yeah. mean, at this point, you know? But again, I'm torn because I don't, I don't want it to feel like I'm trying to say like women shouldn't get whatever they want to fucking get. But I just, I don't know. Whatever I don't know she wants to get, it's just now getting to a point of like, does she have a, a problem? Like it's, it's seeming like, <laughs> she's addicted We're like she would surgery. be on like true life mm-hmm. like i love getting plastic surgery like <laughs> <laughs> like is she going to be like hiding next and like get an ear tuck and like you know get like, imagine <laughs> imagine i mean that i've never considered that but that could be like her next season storyline like i might be addicted to plastic surgery help me <laughs> Liz, help me <laughs> help me i would live for that that would be so good um and so I mean I guess since we're on Dolores we'll just keep talking about her sorry Dolores um so another thing that obviously so we'll just talk about the Dolores David because it's really two second blurb so they've been together for four and a half years they see each other once a week Andy messy boots (laughs) asked her do you think he doesn't want to get married to anyone or does just doesn't want to get married to you 
Um, and also Frankie Jr. seems to think that he does want to get married to her because they've had some sort of, you know, discussion that Dolores was never privy to, you know, or something. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Like, are they getting married at this point? If ever, uh, do we care? Most importantly, <laughs> I don't care. I don't think so. And, uh, but they'll, I feel like they'll be together forever. Huh. Okay. Yeah, especially, like, just Dolores being the earth sign that she is, like, especially Capricorn. She's not going I feel like she's not yeah. going anywhere. If anyone's going to break up David, and he seems too right. lazy to do it, too. Like, so I don't know who's going to do it. They it's just convenient. He, yeah. he, ha- he has a relationship where he gets to put virtually no effort into. She's cleaning. She's cooking. <laughs> she, you know, he gets some time with her kids, his kids. You know, he gets best friend after her ex-husband. I mean, honestly, he has a perfect setup. Like, why would he change? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um hmm. maybe he's just re- <laughs> well, I think we would also maybe like David more or find him more appealing if he just didn't film. Yeah. I feel like you can just tell, like, like the the uh, he just detests being in front of the camera and like just remove yourself from the camera. You can be the boyfriend, but you'll just be like in the background. Like you won't have to ever be on camera and that's okay. Cause Gina had a husband for the first like two seasons and we never saw him. Right. Like <laughs> it's not that foreign of an idea. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Dolores pushed him to film. I think she was probably on some old, like, you know, no ring, no house, no recording. Like you can't do all three. Like you gotta give me something. Probably. <laughs> I'm sure it helps his business also so you know let's be clear i don't think he's doing it. all of this out of the goodness of his heart <laughs> um and then joey said that Dolores is a broken woman which i mean that was foul that was a bit harsh that, that was a bit harsh i wouldn't have like she let him get away with it she was like oh i know he didn't mean it like that but I, I don't know if I would let somebody just call me a broken woman, whether I know they meant it or not. was like, oh, I've known her for a long time. It's fine. I'm like, if anything, you've known her for a long time, so it's not fine. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be saying that. Weird. And at like a whole event, like wasn't it at a party? Again, I didn't watch it. So <laughs> wasn't it at like a whole yeah, like party yeah. event? Something? Okay. Well, hmm. And then Melissa and- took a poll, like, also, like, you know how they love certain sound bites and certain words and they'll say it over and over again? Like, Dolores kept saying, like, if she kept taking a poll on me, if she took a poll, how would you feel if I took a poll? And I, was so, was, I don't know why. That was just so funny to me. She was really pushing this poll, but Melissa took a poll about, like, um, is she going to, like, be with David? Like, is she going to get a ring from David? Like, why would you? Or is she, she going to stay if she doesn't get a ring? Like, why would you ask that? What I found I mean, odd about that poll is they also included michelle the realtor and her husband in that poll yeah I'm like, like what <laughs> like you guys know you don't count right i feel like the realtor was supposed to be somebody this season what happened with her like what was the deal right they, they did mention her a lot and she got a lot of camera time too relatively of course but and we met her husband like i hmm. feel like there's a story like like some shady thing probably came out like post filming and they're Mm -hmm. like oh we have to pull back like we can't have these people on on our show which is funny (laughs) out because it's jersey and like they're all into shady (laughs) (laughs) i will say 
you you got uh I think it was your last uh, Shaws of Sunset episode where you just talked about like shady realtors mm-hmm. and all I could think was Michelle like shady realtor and a realtor is such a good place to be shady because you are kind of like independent and self-employed I feel like you can get a lot away with a lot of shady business mm-hmm. I'd argue that in order to be like a really good top realtor you are just shady like that's just kind of it's like a car salesman like you're just a little shady like you're doing a little like I think of what's his name from he was on Roni too but obviously he's on like million dollar listing too I think Frederick uh, Frederick I know he's shady like oh hell yeah <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean like I think it just comes with the territory yo you know Frederick had a porn career back in the day yes I'm obsessed yeah. with that. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and I can imagine him I haven't watched any of his porn have you uh ha, my first job out of college was reviewing porn so yes i have <gasps> wait a minute oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> a lie Chris Amigo, what are you talking about <laughs> so, wait so this minute, is wait. where like my back me my background and brian moylan's background are very similar where we both used to work for gawker but uh-huh. he got much more famous than i did. Uh, I used was to working work for, for gawker that's oh i love gawker okay no i'm listening i'm sorry i'm i used to work for the flesh bot like side of Gawker, particularly the <laughs> okay. gay flesh spot side of Gawker. Uh, so I would just review porn like at home. So yeah, I that was like my first job out of out of school. Um, and uh, yeah, I watched a lot of Frederick, or I think his name was Tag back in the day. <laughs> Not Tag. <laughs> okay, when you so don't understand like, my you... jaws on the floor. That is one of the most. <laughs> Exciting jobs I've ever heard someone say they've had. Yeah, because oh. how do you fall into that? I guess is my thing. Uh, I was a big fan of Flesh <laughs> I would read it almost. <laughs> uh, and I think they were like doing an open call uh, for like snarky, like 20 to 40 word blurbs about like porn videos. So I just like submitted. They're like, wow. you're great. And, but I will say it, it's, it's a lot. It's like watching porn for your job is, it messes with you. <laughs> really Really? I can't imagine because when yeah when can you find it hot or sexy if you're watching it like to review and it's a it's a job too so you got to like try to be clever and it's you know after a while gay porn is just it's it's all the same yeah yeah (laughs) wow his name is tag you say I need to like see some of these videos was he great like I mean what what are you giving him no he uh he right, give us a 20 favorite. to 30 word blurb about one of his poems. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish I could like pull one up from uh, back in the day, but basically I think he he made a lot of, you know how he, like Frederick's an actor, like he's like always on, like that's his personality. Totally. Uh, and it just, you know, like I kind of want porn to be passionate. <laughs> um, and it was mm-hmm. never like passionate. It's just, he was, I, I don't even think he's like an attractive person. Like, Was he worried about, about looking good and like his angles and stuff? um yeah we, he, more so than most people I feel mm-hmm. like he was always aware of the camera placement mm. um but like he wasn't very like he didn't last very long I think he was in it for like six to eight months it's like his his total porn career and then he just pivoted to real estate so <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow. sure he networked a lot in the porn industry to like launch his real estate career wow. you know did. what's so funny though he's a tourist too so that no <laughs> yeah. no you're kidding <laughs> totally okay, so obviously the taurus venus sensual experience also leads to porn everyone <laughs> wow wow yeah, i sure. got into the wrong industry 
<laughs> you should have really leaned into that. Like, oh my gosh. Wow. All right. Sorry for that tangent. The, the, no, that was more, you know, the, that I'm going to announce that that was the best tangent I think we've ever had on the show. Like, I don't think that I was single-handedly yeah. better than the whole Jersey season. So honestly, <laughs> like, let's rate that. That was a 10 out of 10. Like, whoa. That was a 10 out of 10. That was an A+. Plus. Thank you for that. Thank I'm you. glad you didn't keep that to yourself. All right. Um, <laughs> well, I'm almost distracted. Where, like, Dolores, who I mean, yeah, Do- right? So, I mean, is there anything that we really want to talk about with Dolores? I mean, she's yeah. kind of doing the same trope again with this whole David thing, so I'm, I'm over it really. Okay, crickets. I've- All right, so, um, <laughs> Jennifer, let's let's you know, let's have a little chat about her. So, you know, obviously when you watch the reunion, it's actually kind of funny because clearly everybody on the opposite side of Jennifer was literally <laughs> like loathed her. <laughs> like yeah. every time she would speak, there was eye rolling, there was sighing, there was, you know, comments under the breath. Right, smacking her lips, like all that. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. So I just thought that was so funny how it was just clearly everybody was, everyone's like neutral on Teresa and Dolores, but like everyone definitely hates Jennifer. Whatever, fine. Everyone has to, you know, be the villain at some point. And she leans into um, what a good villain does. So that's the credit I'm always willing to give her. Is she's the villain and she wears it with honor. She does. Right. Um, you know, and they accuse her of being so materialistic. And I was like, listen, I haven't even watched the show this season, and I know that material items are the only things that she talks about. Again, I mean, it's one of those where it's like, if you know that's what they do, then why does it annoy you? I mean, I just know that from Jennifer, we're going to talk about a lot of materialistic things, but she can also back it up. So I can't really be upset. I, I, I mean, I don't know. With her ostentatious displays of wealth. But one thing I thought was really weird, <laughs> and I really hope you guys watch this episode, is why is she eating in her foyer? She's having a celebration dinner in her foyer, and I don't... I, you, you, I think you have the biggest house in Paramus, right? Didn't she like come on the show saying that? Mm-hmm. Like, you have all this square footage in your house. And she's in the foyer. This, and she's in the foyer with like rented chairs and a table. Like, mm-hmm. is, like I, I, as a Korean American black man, I don't understand <laughs> eating in your foyer. <laughs> it, it's, it's bizarre. And but, like you know even what? that she's... whole scene was weird. Like I don't know. Like the ring Bill gave her, yeah, it was big, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because they're gaudy, and I just don't like their style. But even then, I was like, yeah. it just the whole thing could have been more glamorous. Because I know what dinner you're talking about. I definitely watched that, and I just was like, Ugh, like. And then they gave the kids like French fries to eat. And yes. I was like if this was a real like chic thing, you would have had a kids menu since you have your kids here, and then you would have had the adult menu like and it wouldn't have been in your foyer and you might have gotten a nicer ring like I don't know the whole thing was weird and the star of the show yeah. Gabby wasn't even there yeah she was like <laughs> walking out, like a sleepover yeah like. yes <laughs> I'm like Gabby you do not get the night off bitch you better show up to fucking filming okay Jesus yeah I mean, I just think in general Jennifer is rather tacky so it doesn't really surprise me that you know that was, was going weird. on. You're right. I didn't even think about how weird it was. It was weird. Wow. Mm. Huh. Mm. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, maybe it's not as weird as I think it is because Lisa Nicole Cloud did the exact same thing for her planning <laughs> dinner. 
And now I'm thinking, <laughs> wait, do Americans that I don't know in the suburbs just eat in the foyer? Because I've never, uh, like, no. I've seen weird, and even now that I'm thinking back to, like, a season two Lisa Wu, like, had a dinner set up for Ed Hartwell when he walked in in the foyer. So now no I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't know what's the deal. I've never had a dinner in a foyer, but I, it seems to be something, at least on Housewives, that they're doing. But I feel like those are, like, broke Housewives, though. Mm. I feel like Karen so would do Jennifer, something like that where you don't live in the whole house so you can't just shoot anywhere. You gotta you live in a very specific yeah, part of the house. So is so you do is, it there. Is that Jennifer's storyline next season? That she's like not really like rich, that Bill has like tens of thousands worth of dollars in debt or something. Yeah, like, like a Eugene and Toya storyline, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't give it to us. No, they wouldn't. Um, what they did give to us though is this whole storyline about Jennifer and her mother and throwing her mother under the bus and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, again, one, did you guys care? And two, did you feel like she was throwing her mom under the bus? I just have a problem with somebody like a, kind of attacking other people on their relationship with their mother in particular. Dads are like, whatever. <laughs> but moms, I think it's like a very sensitive relationship for everyone. So I don't know if I would like really have as much to say and comment on as Marge and Melissa seem to. Yeah, they're pissed at her for that. And I'm not necessarily like, like she said, in my family is my storyline. It's like, besides her being gaudy, like her, her only other storyline is that like, I have this big family and like, here's how we operate. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad at her for, I mean, and her dad was at the, at the house. So like, she had no choice but to reveal that her dad was living with her for a certain reason. <laughs> yeah, she could give her mom more of a BOD, but I think that's a PSA. I think all of us could give our mothers more of a benefit of a doubt than we really do. Like, so of course we're seeing that with her, but I don't think it's anything out of pocket where I'm like, oh, Jennifer's such a fucking bitch for the way she talked about her mom. I mean, who cares? I uh, think it's probably Jennifer's reality and her truth is separate from her mom's and yeah. the way her mom sees the last what 46 years of her life being married to uh the jennifer's father it it she just feels feels like like her life has been taken away from her (laughs) at her advanced age she like can like think about and reflect on you know like this was an arranged marriage and everything i i was taken away from my family at 16 like that's got to be really really harsh to think about so mm-hmm. I can't, I can't fault her for thinking, I mean, but it's also a generational thing. I mean, yeah. any other, any other franchise, this mother talking about uh, issues with their daughters would have been a great scene, but only in New Jersey is it, I'm Turkish. These are my values. You guys are making fun of me or yeah. like, like making this into like, it all falls on me. Like you're, can you imagine having like there were like six different sofas of women just interrogating this poor woman yeah I did feel bad for her in that scene too because she was really she already felt alienated and then all these Mm -hmm. women know her story and they're chiming in about her story that part I do agree but I'm like if anything that's a fault more of the ladies than Jennifer like I don't think all of the ladies and their moms and their free time when they're supposed to be hanging out should just be talking about this and this is the only thing they all the moms have drama i'm sure like mm. but they decided to i guess jennifer just let to hang out so it's easier to comment on so i don't know it was weird though 
I guess overall, just yeah. weird season, weird season. Very weird. <laughs> um, and then so like another thing that came up was the whole was Jennifer's, you know, slut shaming Marge kind of thing. Um, and I, I think her comment to Marge about like sleeping with her boss, I think it was distasteful. Mm-hmm. Only because like Marge didn't really frame it or she attempted to not really frame it as like, oh, I'm just sleeping with him just to sleep with him. It was, she really tried to frame it as like, I felt like I had no other choice. It was either do that or lose my job type of thing. Um, so that wasn't, you know, nice of Jennifer. But then on the reunion, she kind of was really driving that home. And I think this is my problem with Jennifer because, you know, Jay, like you say, like she leans into being the villain or whatever. And, and I agree and that's fine. But sometimes she leans too much and she leans in a way that gives me like, and she's mentioned on the show, so we know it's true, but like it leans in a way of like, I was bullied as a child type of way. Like (laughs) I was bullied. So like now, like if anyone says anything against me, like I take it to like the next fucking level. You know what I mean? She's like skips levels when she goes at response to people. She's like very reactive in a way that's like, that is super childish almost. It's like there was, (laughs) there's <laughs> a little bit of like a like broken child syndrome over here in my opinion sometimes with jennifer and then she was Which trying is- to use the fact that marge it seems as though marge off camera told them about a time she slept with the boss voluntarily and like he turned into her boyfriend and so it was a whole different situation and like jennifer tried to use that against her for a separate situation where she slept with her boss and she didn't want to it wasn't voluntary she didn't like him like it was a completely different situation and i hated that she did that like that was that was really gross of her to air yeah. that out like that and try to use mm-hmm. it as justification. I was like, that's foul. Mm. Yeah, because like one has nothing to do with the other. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't help your case. Like you you just look, you end up looking trash, quite frankly. Um, But yeah, and then let me see. Well, the only thing that I thought that was very interesting is that Jennifer mentioned that Marge told her that she knows that Joey doesn't pay people. Quote, unquote, my husband's a plumber. You think I don't know he doesn't pay people. So do you think that's true? Do you feel like Marge like said anything to Jennifer along those lines? It's not that I don't believe that Marge did it. I just don't believe Marge would have told it to Jennifer. I think she's too smart to tell Jennifer anything in confidence. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But the only thing is, I, I could see her saying that in like a offhanded, not really thinking she's dropping a tear, like uh, kind of making a joke, just like a qu- quick, like little quip. Like, you know, Marge is quick to say something. Yes. Like, that the way the wording was and the way she said, it, I was like, that sounds like something she would say just like that in that situation. It was like a throwaway line. We're just mm. like how I feel like speaking of welcome back scumbag, like when Danielle said, oh yeah, she told me that Teresa only cares about her money. I'm like, I think Dolores said a derivative of that. You took it and turned it into whatever you want. So I mm-hmm. feel as though it's like, it's it's grounded in some truth. Maybe you, you change it a little bit to fit your narrative, but I believe she may have said something along the lines. I could see her like fixing a plate at a barbecue, putting some food on, be like, yeah, Joe doesn't pay his, Joe doesn't pay any money. Right. It's like, yeah, a casual like joke, but 
you twist it and then it sort of gets telephoned through the entire cast and yeah then it's basically the truth yeah that's how i feel about it i mean because we do believe that he doesn't pay people right yeah he's a crook (laughs) just like everyone else in the show um right i mean so on that note unless we have anything else to add about jennifer we can move on to margaret let's move all right so i mean margaret so she's out here running her mouth allegedly like everyone seems to think that she uh well one obviously said that like little thing about joey not paying anybody which i do believe she said but i don't believe she meant it maliciously necessarily and then everyone seems to think including danielle staub that she started the rumor about jackie and evan so did Marge start the rumor about Jackie and Evan? I want to say that she probably didn't start the rumor, but Joe probably did hear the rumor. Margaret's Joe probably heard the rumor at the house. Mm-hmm. There are just way too many people in her house at all times. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she you- fudged the timeline with it. She's like, oh yeah, he heard it. Remember that day that we were talking about it, the day it happened. I'm she like, did oh, say okay. that, didn't she? Yeah, she like filled in those blanks like this is the story we're gonna stick to <laughs> and joe's always <laughs> just like you know yes master no master yes honey yes yes babe <laughs> yes sweetheart yes baby cake right <laughs> um so i just right. yeah, so i think that's what happened there but yeah i agree i don't think she started it but she definitely again she's she described herself as a yenta she just likes to talk and make a joke and say too much and spill somebody's business and like how she loved the whole Melissa Joe show it is like she was really leading that storyline in terms of keeping it alive like she wanted to talk about it she liked to talk about shit so I believe that she did it she has a big mouth yeah big mouth literally figuratively all of that <laughs> for sure <laughs> um I'm trying to think because there was something that I mean, yeah, well, she didn't expect him to go running his mouth and at the fucking poker game or whatever, guys, I think. <laughs> and be like, yeah, I did hear the rumor. <laughs> and only to like then follow up later saying I heard it around town. Like, you know, like this, <laughs> it's not looking good around 10 apply. Like, yeah. Who, who's saying this around 10 apply? I think, you know, she heard something and was saying it to her friends, and Joe was probably there. and supposed to be renovating the kitchen and probably wasn't and was listening in and you know one thing led to another uh, i guess my question is then how did Teresa find out did like producers was this really a rumor around town or did marge tell her like how did she find out you say producers who do you think told producers i i think that watching the first episode recently again there like she has a like, Teresa has a mission and she is just going, darting from group to group, mm-hmm. trying to like spill this like this like nuclear bomb. And then she just kind of like fades away, goes to the next crowd. And it just, to me, this doesn't feel like anything Teresa's ever done before. I don't have like a lot of knowledge, but she doesn't, I also don't think she's like smart enough to develop this plan on her own. She can't execute this plan mm-hmm. on her own, obviously. She, mm-hmm. started, she, she didn't spread the rumor. She heard it, but then she repeats it which is in her mind different from spreading it. But she can't say who she heard it from because it's probably someone that works in production that told her to do this to start the season. What's crazy is when we talked about the first episode, we were kind of talking about that and talking about the weird theme of this season. Like you said, it, it, isn't, it isn't like Teresa, the way she did it 
it was so manufactured. She's also a horrible actress. So you could tell she was like delivering lines mm-hmm. like, that she just knew she had to say. She was being so clunky and weird about it. Like yeah. versus the Melissa, let's think about Melissa Strippergate. Like I know you didn't watch, I don't think you said you watched that season, but like the way she executed everyone finding out Melissa, Melissa was a stripper she at least, I mean, yeah, she did a horrible job, but she tried to orchestrate a scene. Like, she tried to make it mm. something she didn't have to say it herself. She tried to puppeteer something. Like, mm-hmm. this time, she's just running around saying it, like, hoping everyone hears it so that Jackie finds out that she said it. Like, it was weird. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like she, it was, like, her first season as a housewife, and this is what, like, the producer wants for me, so I'll go do it. Yeah, maybe because all the OGs got axed this season, she felt like, she's like, look, I'll do anything to keep this check. Like, just let me know. And they're like, here's what you can do. Yeah, I'm trying to sell my house. I need a check. (laughs) I'm trying to buy a house with my new man. I need a check. Yeah. Which I think that whole thing is interesting in and of itself. It's like, I'm selling the house that I literally went broke and went to jail for. (laughs) I can't even get over that. No, SOS. Let's go back to um, fucking... Dolores because she reveals that Frankie is working for Louie in making big bucks. They're like, oh yeah, he's in, in quote unquote real estate. Speaking of shady real estate. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. They love the construction real estate business over here. Yeah. Sanitation too. Like, I mean, she damn near should have said that. Like, I was like, what do you mean he's <laughs> making a lot of money in real estate? And he went through all the schooling to get his realtor's license and do great in real estate, that doesn't track. Right. I mean, and and not to say the, you know, sins of the father, but we also know that his dad was up to no good too. So it's just, it feels... <laughs> not <laughs> with the, you got disbarred, what? Exactly. <laughs> like, are you crazy? So, hmm. Oh Hmm. So that just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't want this for Frankie. I don't think any of us did. But you know, it's happening. It's happening. I mean, and and we can follow with that thread to Teresa soon. Unless again, anyone has anything to say about Margaret. The only thing I just feel like. So are Margaret and Jennifer going to be friends now? Because I can't have another season of them beefing. Because I think the beef is stupid. They need to kick one of them off the cast. I think we're at that point. Ooh, wow. Okay, so who? How about demote, go? demote Margaret to friend of, mm-hmm. keep Jen as full-time, and then maybe add... Oh, so the thing is, like, you can't add anyone from the past because this cast just doesn't work with, like, Danielle or, like... I, I'm thinking, like, Siggy. Like, Siggy was awful, but, like, she, like, stirred shit up. And she is radical. Like, we do need, like, a nut on the show. It would be. That's how they function. Like, just Jersey's casting, like, they need one person that's completely unhinged. Unhinged, yes, exactly. (laughs) So, Siggy could be a great unhinged addition, for sure. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, but we got to go back to the drawing board. Like, this this cast, it's feeling stale. Like, we've got to mm-hmm. do something. And I don't think adding one person is enough. I think you have to kick someone off to change dynamics. Hmm. I mean, uh, we're going to kick anybody off. I personally think Jackie should definitely fucking go. But... <laughs> Eugene, where do you land on Jackie? Like, some people love her, some people don't. What Do you, do you respect her game? I... What do you do? I think she's trying. 
Yeah, she is. Uh, uh, she's trying, and I give her that. I, I think because of, oh gosh, I think this is so not me. Um, I feel, <laughs> I, how do I say this nicely? Um, I feel like with all of her eating disorder issues in the past, uh, she's come to a place where she's always gonna feel less than. And seeing her pain makes me want to root for her, mm-hmm. but, but I'm not 100% on her side. <laughs> Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like, it's yeah. so hard to root for someone that you want to root for, but just doesn't really get to that point, that that pinnacle of like, oh, you are top tier. She doesn't really like share a lot. We don't really know much about her husband, but I don't want to see her off the show yet. Maybe like one more season just to see if she can bring anything besides being like the happy homemaker. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Oh, it's like so hard to think about Jackie. When, you were saying uh, <laughs> like, we're going to give her another season to see if she Oh, yes. I think if we give her another season where she actually has a true storyline, that's not sort of about a rumor or a cheating allegation. If she like started a new business or I don't know, like try to write a book, uh, I might give her a little bit more leeway. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like we don't, she... She's been on what three seasons now? Four? I feel like all it is is she had a fight with Jennifer her first season, mm-hmm. and then it's mm-hmm. the only other thing that stood out is we found out she had a really expensive house in the Hamptons last season, and this season it's a cheating allegation about her husband, which may not even have been about her husband. I know I think Monty uh, postulated that it might be sh- like Jackie having the affair. I don't see Jackie cheating on anyone. I just don't. It's yeah, no. She doesn't seem like a sexual person to me. So. Right. It seems like sex is a means to an end for her to like have children. And she mm. had her two sets of twins, and then now she's done. Yeah, <laughs> she seems checked out. Yeah, she doesn't seem like a sexual being. And also, was the mommy blogging just a phase? Like she had said, this was her whole job, and then we never heard about it again after her first season. So I was just no payoff there either. Blogs only <laughs> exist in Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goddess honest true. I don't even think we really need to talk about Jackie. I mean, because Jackie made her whole storyline this this rumor and she was literally crying and blowing snot bubbles on TV about it, which I just thought was <laughs> so like unattractive. Like whatever. You're disgusting for saying that. I get such a visual 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 visceral <laughs> visual from, from that bitch I see. Her hair curled up with the straight extensions, her face red and like snot bubbles and like her crying relentlessly. She was just looking so crazy to me. And I feel like I would never, ever expose myself in such a way. But I mean, that's me. So bad. But it was so good. You know, it was so bad. It was good. Like, I really like seeing (laughs) that. Um, Maybe what New Jersey needs to do is do one season of the Housewives of New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And then the next season should be the House Husbands. And they'll just like flip back and forth. So you never get too bored of, oh no, because you kind of need the men in this women's story. No, never mind. That doesn't work. Yeah. I heard someone hypothesize that like before, I forgot where I got this information from, but they should lead into a season with like a little guys, like a three episode arc, like where we watch the dudes and then that be part of their season. And then also do like the, and then have the housewives. I wasn't opposed to that. Honestly, they need to do something to change this up and they should really lean into the guys. I mean, some of them are annoying to me. I don't think they're as cool as some people say, but I think they're cool enough. I think we should just, you know, give them a shot. Give them a 
Real Husbands of Hollywood like type spinoff and just see what happens. Yeah, I don't mind them. I don't know if they need a whole like spinoff themselves, but I like their scenes. Like I enjoy them. I think they're funny. I think Jersey has. I mean, some of the other housewives don't really have like you know their husbands or significant others really on the show like that much. Some some franchises don't have any husbands. Exactly. (laughs) Right, which is another (laughs) issue, but um <laughs> but i do think that jerseys does have like a pretty decent crew so i, I really can't be upset yeah, um to give them a two episode three episode special and see what happens. yeah yeah but on that note let's talk about Teresa. i mean that's really the only person left to talk about um i this mean is, how this we is, feeling this is my first Teresa thought and this, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person that has this thought. So I just want to get this out of the way. You know how mm-hmm. like on every franchise of the show, Bethany had Skinny Girl, Giselle had what, Every Hugh, uh, LaDom, Karen Hugh. Why does Teresa not mention the sex toy company that her and Joe run now? Or is that, is, are we not, does the product not exist yet? First of all, I have to say that A, that goes into the theme of this episode with Tauruses and porn, because another tourist <laughs> porn adjacent. Um, uh, also, I'm confused because I heard that Joe dropped the deal, like that he's no longer uh. doing the sex toy thing. So I guess that's why it's them. But I don't know why Teresa, I don't know if that means she's out too. I don't know what the deal is with that. But I, I also wonder why she hasn't, She, I don't know. She could really lean into something and really sell it besides the books and she like just you would think it. she'd be in t-shirts baseball caps you know like something merch everywhere but like no she's not capitalizing on this opportunity that would be passive income because that's what the show is about making money yeah, yeah. Hmm. although i'm not really upset that the deal fell through just because i didn't think it was good business to be in a business with your ex-husband who actively was the reason why you're in jail but i mean took you to prison yeah <laughs> what do i know you know <laughs> she's so, all about bad business moves so it just it tracks i mean and, and speaking of bad business moves i mean how do we feel about lily because i have here in my notes which is really the only pressing thing that i feel like i need to talk about there was this one segment piece well part of the segments and she was like can i get a break please god and she was after she was talking about how you know her mom died and her dad died that she went to jail and blah, 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 blah. Not in that particular order, but you know what I mean. Um, and then Andy says, I think his name is Louie. Like, the break is Louie. And I just didn't like that. I was like, we're putting a lot on this man, and it's making me uncomfortable. I'm like, something fishy's afoot. I have to be suspicious for Teresa because she won't be for herself. So I feel like I have to, you know, investigate and thoroughly go through all her choices because she clearly doesn't make the best. So I just, there's something about Louie they're not selling us. That's how I feel. Am I the only one with my suspicions or like? Louie just looks shady. He, yeah. There's just, he, he's too, and I, I mean, maybe it's this the is. the eyes, it's the beauty yeah, eyes. Sh- like shifty, like shifty, sweaty, <laughs> yeah. shady. Yeah, yeah. He also just looks like a stretched out Joe Judice too. Like just stretched like, out. Like just make him like, like elastic. <laughs> elasticize Joe Judice and then I feel like you just get Louie. What's so alarming about him is like 
besides the fact that he obviously is a fan of the show besides the fact that he likes the camera quite clearly besides the fact that he already has so much male plastic surgery so he also seems to love like you know besides all of that it's also the fact that when he had that dinner with her, I thought he gave off a completely different personality than when he came out trying to be like a juice head with a dog tag on at the reunion. I was like, that's not- With, with the gum chewing. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who are, like now it's giving Dirty John because that personality is not- <gasps> Dirty John, yes, that's exactly who it is. Like, that's not the personality you gave off the first time. At first he was supposed to be like this lovey, mushy guy like that's and then now all of a sudden he's like joe judice i was confused mm-hmm. and so uh, another interesting thing was that Teresa maintained that she never had sex with anyone while joe was away and thereafter until louie which big lie um <laughs> and the way she Louis- looked you know she's such a terrible liar and actress like the way she looked when andy asked that she was first of all stuck. she was smirking trying not to <laughs> smile and laugh. she was thinking and about all the time she got her back blown out before louis in between joe like she was thinking about all those and then she was like no <laughs> you think that mr pool boy you think he hasn't at least hit come on those young she guys andy slept. said he saw her like running around the hamptons of fire island with like come on like stop it um so beyond that blatant lie um i was also disturbed to hear that louis had watched all of the wrong seasons every single episode <laughs> every single episode and quote unquote was going to treat her like she's never been treated before which he took much you know there's like he has some binder somewhere like full of notes about Teresa. <laughs> he's a it's method scary. actor he's a method actor and he's, his method of choice right now is joe judah it's like that's who he's channeling right now but like a happy like a better joe judice like you cannot tell me that he wasn't stalking her before he walked and like ran into her on the street it like gives me netflix it gives me that one show where like that guy was obsessed with her and he knew her timing and he showed up certain places and it had smelled her underwear in the drawer before like it gives me that he tailed her for months and knew her whole life (laughs) like it's scary I, I was like, am I watching Bravo or am I watching Oxygen Network? I felt very <laughs> like I'm watching a snapped beat before they snapped. Like, you know, it was just like, I don't really know why I feel this way about Louis, but I do. And my spice senses are tingling and they're never wrong. And then also, Bravo, like you said, Andy making that weird comment about like, and it's Louis. I'm like, are you trolling Andy or are you being serious? Like, I think, he's I think you're smarter than that, Andy. Fuck I you. think he's trolling. But I feel like Andy really likes Teresa and like wants her to, uh, I don't understand that. (laughs) I don't get it. I've said before on like a different episode of this pod, but I'm like, Andy definitely obviously does really like Teresa. I'm like, no other housewife can literally toss him like a fucking (laughs) Frisbee and be back on the show better than ever. You know, no one else got the show whole ass like paused, you know, Put her on prison sentence for her prison bed you know what i mean they're not doing that for jen shaw i can guarantee you that so it's just i mean who's allegedly gonna go to jail wait side note sorry breaking news did it can mm-hmm. we talk about the hulu <laughs> special that's coming out on erica jane wait what 
Hmm? Wait, I'm going to have to send it to you all right now. Like we might have to pause and let me find it. There's a Hulu special coming out like June 15 on on Hulu exclusively about Erica Jane. It's like, it, and there's a trailer. I have to send it to you all. It's <laughs> wild. I, my heart wow. is beating out of my chest right now. Hold on, let me go get my phone. It's so, so this it is, looks so good. That was fast. But this isn't uh, this isn't a fictional representation of no, of it has this like is just... it literally looks like it was on fucking oxygen, dude. They had like the interviews <laughs> for everybody. Like, oh yeah, he was like top tier lawyer, LA. Like, and then they like wow. cut to like her on Real Housewives. Like it looks insane. So like E True Hollywood story, basically. <laughs> yes, it's literally an E True Hollywood story about Erica Jane and Tom on Hulu. Wow. It's coming like in two weeks. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <sighs> wow, wow, wow. Let me go find it. We're gonna uh, make talking. How, how how fast they fall. I'm just thinking about her two truths and a lie game about how basically we have to decide between if the wiretaps was the lie or if the I work for the mafia was a lie. That was so hmm. crazy. What pissed me off is that why were you offering that information just to not tell us which one was the truth? <laughs> like, what was the point of that? But I can't tell. Maybe she worked for the mafia. I'm gonna go with that one. I think that was the truth. Yeah, Eugene, which one do you think is the lie? I mean, only because I think it's relevant. I want to say the wiretap is true. <laughs> um, and like, uh, I, uh, the mafia... I, uh, we know so little about the truth of Erica Jane that it's hard to see, like even the, the my stepfather adopted me, that, that's not like newsworthy, right? Like that just proves that, yeah, there is some love between your mom and the man your mom married. That's, that's right. That, like you don't need to lie about being adopted, right? That, that, <laughs> that doesn't like feel like it carries like any shame or like guilt, but working for the mafia, or why why are tapping <laughs> i want it to be true but i i don't know it's like all this love between erica and tom like would she actually wear a wire she might she might but i don't think she would like she would willingly reveal it reveal hey i was the snitch i mean and I'm using like, you know, colloquial terms. Like obviously she wasn't like a mm -hmm. snitch niche, but like that's kind of what people see wiretapping as anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you kind of, you know, snitch on somebody. Like you out of it, whether they were right or wrong. So that's why I'm going to say the mafia just because also, you know, like lawyers, especially like in LA, clearly they're just in shady business. CC Robert Kardashian. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> RIP. But um, I don't know. Did you find the article? No, I'm freaking out. You can't find it anywhere on fucking, like, it's not on YouTube. Like, I'm going to have to Google it because I was, just keep going. <laughs> they sent a cease and desist. Yeah, I'm like, did you dream it? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> they fucking, oh my God. Like, they got this shit shut the fuck down. Oh my God. Like, no, <laughs> um, But yeah, the only thing we're like, like, again, basically all that to say, I don't like Lily. I think he's shifty. He's, like we just said, he's, cosplaying joke shoe dice um <laughs> he, he's an elastic elasticized joe judas as you said and i love elasticized because his face is also like that just all tracks yeah that's, mm -hmm. that's you know he has a super it's red ready face which i don't trust either and <sighs> um there was also this rumor that he was allegedly one a sex addict who was demanding sex from his ex four times a day and I think it was either Kim D or Z, I can't remember which one, but had said that he was also like abusive towards his exes. 
Teresa says it's not true, she doesn't believe it. So I don't know what that means other than where there's smoke, there's fire. He's just bad news. I, I can't mm-hmm. I can't imagine him being around next season, but we know he's going to. So and poor Frankie, like now has gotten caught up in his fucking shit. I mm-hmm. I don't like this guy, man. And he's just trying yeah. to get like also the dirty John part of it. He's trying to get so many attachments to them. Like mm-hmm. he's like, oh, let's buy a house together. Oh, like let's open an LLC together. Like come work for me, Frankie. Like he's trying to intertwine their lives. Like your kids must love me. I must love your kids. Like it's yeah. Scary. Like they're walking down the street and paparazzi's following them. And he's like, oh yeah, a ring is coming. You expect it soon. Like, I don't like that. And she's going to marry this dude for sure. And she's going to get a special out of it probably on Bravo. A hundred percent. I'm surprised that's going to be the anchor for next season is like Teresa getting engaged and like being with this dude. Oh, Ugh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's all around. <laughs> Just right. Wow. I mean, maybe there is like a, a time frame for these housewives where we just don't care anymore. Because if it's about Teresa's wedding next year, I don't frankly care. And there's nothing that any cast member is going to do to overshadow the wedding. So I it's... I found it. I just sent it to you all. I sent it to you, um, Jay, and I sent it to you. So like, watch it. It's I, my heart's beating. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this can't be real. It's glamorous playing in the back for me. Like, I absolutely <laughs> lost it. I lost it when that started playing. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is too much. This is too much. In two weeks. I hope it is real, but I don't think it is. It is. I just, I also found a Yahoo article about it too. Like, it's, there's my Yahoo child. There's articles <laughs> about it too. Like, it's, it's a real thing. Hmm. It's wow. on us. It's on like Us Weekly. It's, yeah, it's a thing variety like yeah it's it's a thing people yikes. yeah it's out yikes well i think one thing that we've learned so far this season from beverly hills is we don't actually need erica jane is this her last season or you, think, a, you think she's sticking yeah. around i i i mean depends <laughs> depends how much money she gets out of the divorce right uh <laughs> yeah true <laughs> that is very true does she get any money or there's just fumes left? Like, I'm so confused. Oh, I'm sure she has hidden money away. Offshore accounts, yeah. I can't believe the degree. Like, yeah, Tom was shady, another, you know, shady profession being a lawyer, but I don't think I really need this to give us some payoff because I think he's so shady, we're not able to comprehend it. I don't think. Mm. Because that whole sure victims and all of that, I was beyond, I mean, yeah, he's shady, but shit, like, this is shit that's literally in scripted TV, like, type shit he's doing. I'm like, whoa, buddy. Wow. I, I mean, there, I'm sure there's things that he's up to that we just don't know about. That we wouldn't even, like, imagine. Yeah. Fathom. Yeah. Whew. And it's Hollywood, yeah. the scariest place for this shit to be happening. It's definitely some dark shit. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I hope they give us something there. Please, because Erica won't. She's so I, not. And, it, and it's in two weeks. That's soon as hell. The payoff better be there. Please. We might find out more from that special than uh, from the entire season of Beverly Hills. <laughs> we 100%. definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How funny would it be if like Sutton and Garcelle had like 
uh, sound bites in this special. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, we were always a little cautious and wary of her. She just never really opened up, but we were the new girl, so. <laughs> if Garcelle, her son, has a talking head, I swear to God, I'm going to lose it. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh, we need so much. We're putting a lot of pressure on them, but we need a lot. <laughs> I just need answers. A few. At this point. Um, because I just know Erica's not going to give it to us. She couldn't even give us the fucking answers for the two truths and lie. Like, I and mean, I'm glad the trailer also addresses, like, it has that part where it's like, how much did she know? I'm like, okay, thank you. Because that's one of the biggest questions is like, how much did she know? Well, how much do you guys think she knew? I go back and forth. I do too. Mm. I want to say a lot though. She's, she can't like, again, in the infamous words of Bethany Frankel, you can't be smart and stupid at the same time. time. Come on. Like if you're going to say that you're this sniper, like not a sniper from the side, but like (laughs) she herself is just like so smart. I took pictures when I sent Lisa Vanderpump this because I'm married to a lawyer. I know everything. I know how to do this and that and da, da, da. Like, you can't say that you're this really smart woman and then say you had no idea any of this was happening. Teresa's thing is that she's stupid. She still knew about it, allegedly, but at least she can be like, oh, I was dumb. I never knew. That works better than Erica's whole narrative is that, like, I'm a smart cookie and I know everything that's going on. But at the same time, I've seen Tom shoot that bitch down on national television. So I can also see like her, even maybe even she tried to investigate it and he gave her not an inch, not a mile. So I, I don't know. Woo. I'm speechless. But. I don't even know what else to say. I can't wait for this special. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we will be covering it, everyone. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I'm so, I'm so excited. A thousand percent. I wonder if it's going to be like multiple or they're just going to drop it all because it's streaming. You know, they love to just drop it all and let you just watch it. We'll find out. They should air it against uh, Beverly Hills on Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) A thousand percent. It should come on. What days of the week? Thursdays? Wednesdays? uh, Wednesdays, Beverly Hills, right? I think it's Wednesday. Yeah. Whatever day it is. (laughs) Um... I just wanted yeah. to take a quick moment to say that I love your holiday special. <laughs> the holiday <laughs> special episode is one of my favorite ones of all time. Is oh, it really? It's yeah, it's, so it's so random. It's, I, I think I was like in a really dark place over the holidays. <laughs> I just listened. And I was just like, oh, I want to just watch movies with friends and like relive being young. And then when you guys called out, I think it was Sandoval, was it Obi's episode with uh tom sandoval be no schwartz being a cuck oh tom yeah, yeah sandoval being I, yes 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 loved it i was just like it it all fell into place my understanding of vanderpump rules <laughs> wait so what's your vanderpump history are you like the completest on vanderpump i have watched every single season i was late on vanderpump uh probably uh I, I wasn't watching Vanderpump until I moved back to Brooklyn, which would be like 2015, I guess. But then I like mm-hmm. streamed everything and I had never oh, worked in a- early. Yeah, that's early. You know, I haven't worked in a restaurant or anything. Um, so it's always interesting watching people work in a restaurant or attempt to work in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not Southern California at all. Like I spent all of my time in Northern California. I 
just don't get <laughs> LA. Um, so it's interesting watching uh, model slash actors trying to become something on a Lisa Vanderpump produced show. Um, and it just gave, well, previously before like all the bad shit like happened, I was really into these people because I thought, well, I kind of liked Britney, but then I realized as soon as she got engaged to Jax, like she's just as awful as the rest of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I probably won't watch it when it comes back because I think that period of my time is over. Um, but yeah, like mm. thinking about them as like Starbucks employees, <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> yes, tell me more. I want to know the inner workings of Starbucks. Everyone seems to love that. I'm like, I forget that, like, honestly, it was a true privilege to work at Starbucks because everyone fucking loves Starbucks. Like, and everyone really? wants to know the, the, tr- the, you know, the true ins and outs. We should reveal more. Honestly, we know a lot. <laughs> like, you know, those like videos on YouTube where they're like, 10 things they don't tell you about working at Sephora. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, spoiler, it's a great place to work. So I'm not really going to say much negative. <laughs> right. I think that's like one of the only jobs I truly have nothing negative to really say about it as a corporation which is big because it's a corporation yeah like it's a sloppy job for sure like a lot of things go wrong but even then at the end of the day it's a really good company so only positive yeah. things to say but i love i love that you listen i love that makes me so excited. yeah we i feel that. like i like i said i feel like you know we've never met in person but you're my friends and uh i can't wait to like hang out in person one day and just talk about I also want to get into like Bling Empire like when we meet in person because mm-hmm. I have some thoughts on Bling Empire and I know that you have thoughts on Bling Empire especially oh the- yeah Kevin Kane thing but like from my from my perspective I understand Kevin and Kane because I grew up around a lot of like Asian dudes mm-hmm. um and it's just it's just like this non-toxic and I don't want to say masculine but I don't want to say feminine it's just it's just a different energy when you're like surrounded by other Asian people and you get to like really be yourself without trying to be like, I'm a dude, I'm a man. Like I gotta be like American and like, you know, it's, mm. I, I also kind of see it on um, on Family Karma. Like the way mm, the guys on Family Karma. Oh, you should. Cause I think it'll like open up your eyes to, I guess like an Asian perspective of mm-hmm. like a male right. friendship. Cause it's, it's very touchy. <laughs> Even uh, on okay. the shots, like I don't want to compare, like oh, the shots yeah. are also very yeah, but sh- like that. They're very, they're very like touchy. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, wow. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's, I and know. I think it's interesting to see it on a like a, a like a, a a broadcast show because I don't think anyone else in America gets to see these sort of tender moments that males right. have with each other. <laughs> No, it's so I know, true. Them, Americans were, were like jilted almost. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're just not, because I mean, honestly, like obviously with, you know, male-male relationships, um, but I, I feel like even like with like female relationships, like friendships in America, like they're probably not even as touchy or as open as, you know, other cultures too. Like I, I don't think, maybe we're, we're too Americanized. Jay, we should touch more. We are. We're so we're so rigid. Like Americans are so like can be so stiff and unnatural. Like I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't know. I also think our language feels rigid. Like everything about us is so like aggressive. Yes, it's very business oriented. I feel like we're not very in touch with ourselves emotionally. Like being spiritual is not like a big thing in America. Like it's you're you're Christian, and I say it. Like you know what I mean. Like 
it's mm-hmm. a very everything is just filed under one thing that's what you do mm-hmm. and that's it even though we're supposed to be this melting pot we're we're so awkward i think we are such a weird it's such a weird i don't know yeah it's cold you trade what you get yeah it's hella cold mm. it could be better it could be better mm-hmm. okay wow we should talk about that i want to talk i because I, I we should actually like listen to like your perspective on bling empire because obviously you would know best yeah for sure <laughs> and then i well, decided for it to come back because dorothy wang are you a dorothy wang lover i i am i have no idea who dorothy wang is should i um she was on uh like rich kids oh my god jesus christ um oh, she was on rich kids of beverly hills <laughs> yes and her dad's like a bajillionaire and you know okay. he's like he runs <laughs> You know, like he operates, I guess she found out her dad was a billionaire from like some website when she was like a teen. Like she had no idea that she was living this life and her dad runs China. Oh, boo-hoo, my dad's a billionaire. Right, like, oh my God, me? (laughs) (laughs) There's like an iconic moment in the show, Rich Kids, which is like one of my favorite shows of all time. She like, they're staying in a hotel, which is over like a department store her dad owns. And in the middle of the night, like one of her friends comes in the room is like, I have a pimple. And she was like, okay, like, one second and then she calls whoever and they open up the entire department store and they're running through the department <laughs> store like in robes and slippers like dashing through just grabbing like random products and then they and then they leave and that's it wow i need to watch that it's so i oh, i push you to do it because it's i want to rewatch it right now like it is one of the best shows i feel like it aligns with bravo so well if you love housewives you'll love rich kids okay E.J. Johnson's on there, like, a lot. It's such a, Morgan Stewart. Oh, so it's, like, so it's, yeah. like, lots of rich kids, not just, like, yeah. Asian yeah. kids. Yeah, Got yeah, it. no, okay. no, 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 it's, it's multiple. Cool. Different. Yeah, um, it's such a good show. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm getting excited. Mm. I need to do a rich kids episode. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, is there anything else that we, we're super tangenty on this show, clearly, but is there anything else, like, Teresa-wise, that we feel like, or even show-wise, reunion wise that you want to talk about because i really feel like we've hit majority of the points but i could have missed something i don't know i guess my question is eugene what do you want to see next season Ooh, if i had my way you know okay so this comes from a very selfish point um i would get rid of a couple of the housewives but i would add um my like my mother basically semi-retired and then moved Mm -hmm. to new jersey bought a house left me in charge of the house and then moved to Korea. So I want to see Korean American first generation trying mm. to assimilate into the Italianness of the Jersey cast. I think that would be <laughs> incredible because there's one thing I know and it's that Koreans could quite possibly be the most racist out of all of the Asians. So really? Oh, it's so, I mean, like the fact that my mom, my Korean mother married a black man in the seventies just kind of blows my mind. Uh, Like her parents were okay with it, Mm -hmm. but there's just like, my mother to this day tells me to worry, like watch out about Chinese girls. I'm like, mom, (laughs) I'm married to a man. Like (laughs) there's no Chinese girl going to take advantage of me. That's crazy. (laughs) I love this insight. You're giving us so much insight. So I would love to see, uh, and not just one, I would like to see a couple of Asian Americans integrate into the Jersey cast because there is a plethora of richness of like cultural differences that I think would be iconic in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Because like all of Northern New Jersey is basically like Seoul, South Korea. There are so many displaced Koreans yes. there 
that yeah. I mean, whenever I cross the GWB, I'm like, I am home. Yeah. I'm just in Fort Lee. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying when you Fort Lee. Yeah, I already knew we were talking about. Fort yeah, Lee Fort Lee, Palisades Park, Super. Inglewood. Even I mean, my mom bought a house in Tenafly, like in the same town. Yes, Jackie and Margaret. It's, it it's yeah. yeah it's, it's I would love to see that. And like you said, I think the key is the pair. I feel like that's kind of why BH feels fresher is because I think it's the first show we have that has two minorities on it. Like we can't just have one token person. It puts mm-hmm. way too much pressure on them. Mm-hmm. And if it's only just one like race, Melanie. it's not really diversity. So it's like, we've mm-hmm. got to amp it up. It can't just be one black person. It has to be, there are other races besides black. Like we need yes. black people and Asian people. And where are my Native Americans at? Where are yes, Indians yes. at? Like, mm-hmm. Everyone. Like, yeah, sure. yeah. And I feel like that's why Roni is so uncomfortable. And I feel like that's why Ebony feels like she has to uh, not, I, I'm gonna say be the bone carrier for lack of a better term, but I feel like she feels the need to point out everything, yeah. you know, yeah. or like have those conversations. And I, I feel like it's not even fair to put all that on her. It's not. <laughs> like, it's you know what I mean? Cause then how do you truly like interact with somebody how do you like truly like connect with people if at all times you're just sitting there wondering when's the next offensive thing they're gonna say or reading into what they're saying you, you see what i'm saying yeah. versus like on beverly hills where they were all in the kitchen talking shit about garcelle <laughs> and crystal jumped in like okay well <laughs> let's understand i got something to say like i have a perspective right. too like yes and yes. i have a perspective that's similar to her so what are you saying here you know what i mean yeah. Um, and let's also just think about how they kind of talked over Crystal mm-hmm. as if she wasn't a minority herself, which I thought was also interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they were like, you know, getting on that like whole talk and as if Crystal wasn't herself going to join and have her own issues with being well, mistreated. I think the mistake is the women on the Beverly Hills cast see Crystal as the model minority. Yeah, exactly. That is really problematic. For sure. exactly. So they feel like they can, is, they don't have to walk on eggshells with her, but they feel mm-hmm. like they have to with right. her, so they don't mm-hmm. give her that same grace. Right. It's mm-hmm. crazy to watch them. But which is why I respect even more that Crystal said something, mm-hmm. because yes. it is very easy to just play the model minority role and just keep it pushing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. And Crystal, I think, is like eight years younger than me, and she does it so well. She's so good. She's so yeah. good. We have a winner with, with her. I like her. I mean, uh, but I've said before that I like somebody and I turn out to not like them. But for right now, I do like her. <laughs> but even if she turns evil, she's going to be good at it. Like you can, mm-hmm. some people like, I can like them good or bad. Like if they're mm-hmm. winning or they're losing, I think she's one of those people where it's like, even if she's a fucking bitch, I think she's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. And she's actually rich. And I'm sorry, but when I okay. watch Housewives, I like to see people with actual money. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, she has really the matters. best house I've ever seen so far in any franchise. It's like, I just look at her house and I'm like, I want to live there. And you know she has money because it's not ridiculously huge. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 9,000 square feet, but that's not a lot when you have like multiple, like she has quite a few people living with her in and out the house, it seems. So like, it's a respectable amount too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, Eugene, uh, we've kept you long enough, I feel. <laughs> this was so much fun. You could have kept me for much longer, but I'm sorry, I probably need to take my dog out, so... <laughs> We, but, we respect uh, your dog. Okay. Totally. <laughs> we are dog people. I wish I could be a dog mom. I'll send um, you a picture, so. Yes, Thank please. You so we much. need a visual. We need a visual. Um, this was so much fun. I had such a blast. Yes, tell, tell them if they don't already know who you are, what's your pod, all of that. Uh, 
my podcast is <laughs> the funny thing is I call myself not a Bravo podcast, but of course I'm recapping Top Chef right now. Um, but basically, the <laughs> podcast is called Problem Addict. A-D-D-I-C-T, because I thought that was clever. Uh, yes. And we talk about all things that can be considered problematic and uh, un sometimes unproblematic. So you, movies, music videos, uh, anything pop culture related, check me out. Problem Addict Pod on Instagram. Bam. There you have it. And so I guess this is adios, everyone. We'll see y'all for the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.